ship. Stay bearded, stay villain. It's baby. To the heart of a villain, the podcast and live stream devoted to the bearded villains worldwide brotherhood and the lives they are changing all over the world. You guys are just too good. Listen to all this applause. I appreciate it. Oh no, come on. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for being here, everybody. It really means a lot. We are on episode 60. Okay. It's quiet down now. Quiet down. That's right. Appreciate that. Um, we are on episode 66, guys. 66. Very cool stuff. And, um, man, this is going to be a fun one. And I appreciate you, those of you who are here, who have hung out uh, just to, you know, hung out here, chit-chat in the, uh, in, the, in the chat form there while I waited to come on. You'll find out why in just a few minutes. I did an interview uh, that came around kind of late tonight. I was finally able to get a hold of somebody. I was trying and trying and trying. Uh, it goes along really well with this week. And, and the interview guest for this week, uh, of course, I'll mention that right now. Um, the main interview guest for this week, we're talking about from David Ramsey from the Bearded Villains, Smoky Mountain Bearded Villains. They had a great event this past weekend, their third year anniversary party and um, beard competition and raised some money. But I also wanted to try and get on the podcast the founder of the organization that the monies are going to. It's a veteran organiza- veterans organization that does some really cool stuff um, called Battle 22. So I was able to late this evening to get an interview with Chad, uh, Chad Hubble, the founder. And that's the, the reason for the delay. I thought it was more important to get that. So we had a complete interview set revolving around the event and then the, the actual uh, organization that's going to be benefited from the event proceeds. So I do appreciate you guys for hanging out talking amongst each other while I waited to get everything processed through and get all that interview uh, stuff out of the way. We are on, as I said, episode 66. I love that number, 66, not only because last name is Phillips and 66 and it kind of always one of those things, but the weird thing is, is that uh, that, that the number 66 ended up uh, ironically being my first badge number uh, when I got hired on the police department all those years ago. Uh, it was kind of funny as it just kind of randomly worked out. It wasn't that they tried to give it to me because it was fitting. Uh, I was one of three officers that were hired at that time, and they were hiring up numbers 65, 66, and 67. Alphabetically, I fit in the middle between those two. It just so happens that fate said I was going to be Philip 66. So it worked out really well. And I've always loved that number ever since. So we are on episode 66. This is a fun one, guys. Um, the Smoky Mountain Bearded Villains, as you will find out, have just blown us all away again. They're, uh, they're setting a standard for blowing us all away with their charity efforts. And um, not only them, but everybody that responds, everybody that you know steps out and helps out at one of their events. So it's becoming a great thing to see. So I, I always love to see that. So that's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to talk to uh, David Ramsey from Smoky Mountain Bearded Villains, and then also Chad Hubble 
from Battle 22. Some good stuff there, guys. Some good stuff. If this is your first time here on the live stream on YouTube, thank you guys so much for being here. I will say that if it is your first time, why don't you click over there on that little subscribe button so you subscribe to all the good stuff here on YouTube, on the YouTube channel. Got some fun stuff coming down the pike here, down the road, a little ways, but you won't want to miss it, and it'll alert you if you hit that little bell thingy and all the good, good stuff. If you are listening on a normal podcast platform like so many of you have been doing, thank you very much. I want to say uh, this week we hit kind of a, a land, uh, a, I think, a milestone uh, for a very small podcast like mine here. Uh, we reached 10,000 downloads, so that was kind of cool to see. Um, some some of the larger podcasts get 10,000 downloads a day, uh, um, the ones with all the celebrities and the all the money behind them. But the little engine that could, the little podcast that could, that some said may not be here months later, here we are all over a year later with over 10,000 downloads, and um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about the growth. I'm excited that you guys have stuck with me, have stayed here, and are still getting value out of this podcast and especially out of this live stream uh, that we've incorporated. So over the coming weeks, months, um, in this year, I'm going to be doing a few different little things, trying out a few different segments within the podcast uh, to see if they work, see if people like them, just to kind of shake things up a little bit and see, you know, see what the world, what the world can bring us. So one of the things that I'm going to be doing is um, on a regular basis toward the end of each podcast now, because it was very well received when we did it last week, and it's been very well received when we've done it before. So um, but one of the things I'm going to do is I'm going to open up the podcast to phone calls. And I would like for people, as a general rule, to let me know in advance if they want to call in. That way I can plan for it. Um, and I'm not just sitting there babbling on, waiting for somebody who may or may not call in. But I would like for there to be a small segment where people can call in and talk for a couple minutes each time and give a little shout out to somebody who is doing something really cool. Give a shout out to a chapter brother, to a significant other, to a specific chapter. Um, if you have something going on in your chapter and you just want to share it with the world, give it, you know we can set up set it up a time and you can give a call. And that those calls will be audio only, so you don't have to worry about how you look. And uh, we'll set that up through line. So uh, there will be a time later on if you want to call in, give somebody a shout out tonight. Um, by all means, during the podcast, send me a message online, the Line app, capital L I N E. And um, you can find me. Let's see if this still works. You can find me there. That's my Line app name. Uh, write that thing down, the Bearded BP with a little microphone thing on there. Send me a message and let me know that you'd like to do a quick shout-out for something or give somebody a little shout-out or you want to discuss something real quick. And I'll make sure I make sure – I'll make sure I make sure I make sure. Yeah, that's something like that. I'll make sure I reach out and set that up with you here in advance during the uh, during the portion of the interview portion of the live stream tonight while the interviews are going on. And we can talk or we can get that set up. And you can do a phone call before the night's over on this live stream. If you want to do it in the future, by all means, we'll set that up as well. So, again, we are on episode 66. 
so guys, I'm going to slide this this thing along here um, and let you know. The Smoky Mountain Bearded Villains did a really cool thing this weekend. And um, I, I said Brent is here. Uh, the Smoky Mountain Bearded Villains did a really cool thing this week with their, their three-year anniversary event. And I was really hoping to get down there for it. And, um, well, you know, COVID. Um, so it was just one of those things I couldn't couldn't do. So, um, but the pictures were amazing. Looked like a great time. They had a really, really good turnout, it looked like. And um, David's going to tell you a little bit about the turnout and uh, the event itself and how much money. These guys, I'm telling you what, these guys continue to do incredible things. Now, I will preface it with this. It's their event for sure. But every single one of those people that came, and there were well over 100 uh, that came to this event this weekend down there, um, you guys are the ones that make this event and, and made this possible with this donation because the amount of money raised again was staggering for one event. Staggering. And everybody that was there, everybody that was there to participate, everybody that was there as a viewer and observer, all of you guys made this happen and made it such an, such the great event that it was. So uh, congratulations to all of you guys. Congratulations to Smoky Mountain Bearded Villains. I'm going to play my interview with um, David now and just check it out, man. It's staggering, staggering stuff, guys. I'm speaking with the captain of the Smoky Mountain Bearded Villains, David Ramsey. David's here to talk to us a little bit today about an event they had this past weekend celebrating their three-year anniversary. And, man, they raised a bunch of money again. As it's it's becoming commonplace for these guys, I don't know what they're going to do in the future. Uh, but, Dave, how you doing, bud? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. I was so bummed that I wasn't able to make it down for this thing this week. I was really looking forward to it, but... Um, tell everybody who's not familiar what what happened this weekend. Um, tell us about your event and uh, the celebration that it was, man. We're we had our three year anniversary in Chattanooga this weekend. Um, we did it for Battle Twenty Two. They're a veterans. He is a veteran suicide prevention nonprofit out of Mississippi, and. Uh, we had a big show, had a big group come out, um, had 18 different chapters plus multiple queens and villainettes. We had 14 chapters bring three plus members, uh, had a, our meet and greet at Civil Axe here in Chattanooga. So everybody got to drink beer and throw axes, had a good time. Uh, then we did our event actually at, it's a old school arcade. And uh, it's called uh, Level Up. But yeah, we had a good time. Raised a lot of money. So you guys organized it. It was actually a beard competition for the main part of the event. Uh, but mm-hmm. you, but you've also done. You also, in preparation for the the third anniversary party that you had this weekend, you did some other things as far as some raising some uh, some monies versus you know with some sales as well. Um, what all did you have going as far as that goes? Um, we we had a a pre order on our event shirts, our normal anniversary villain step up shirts, and we did our villain step up patches. Um, 
we ended up between the event and the, the merch sales, we ended up with $8,500 raised for the weekend, which will go a long way because with Chad's charity, most of his stuff is donated to him. He's just got to pay for food and travel to get everybody out to to the, the he does like hunting trips and stuff like that for veterans that can't afford it. Wow. Very cool stuff. So the, the shirts then, uh, and the patches now, I, I assume because they were really hot commodities is everything because people will be w- listening to this wondering, is there any way people can still get their hands on stuff or are we talking secondary third market now at this point, you'll have to, you know, beg, borrow and steal and swap with other people to get some of those. Unfortunately, we actually just turned it. We, so we did our two year anniversary and we ordered extra shirts and we got stuck with extra shirts until Knox Villains last year. So we we just doing pre-orders. But we uh, th- we decided this year that we'd open the pre-order back up at the event. Okay. That way anybody that missed it or anything like that could still get one. So they did, I think we did, I think it was 43 more shirts from the event that have been pre-ordered that we actually paid for tonight that Jeremiah from BB Kentucky will or we'll be printing soon and getting to us to where we can get them out to everybody that ordered them. Jeez. Okay. And patches are the patches already gone? I think there's four left on the website. (laughs) Okay. Well, by the time people hear this, uh, we'll have to see, I'll I'll have to double check here. Uh, we're doing this a little bit before the, the live stream of the podcast. So I'll find out. And at the time when I'm doing this live, I will make sure I mention whether they're all gone. I'm assuming that the those four will be, be spoken for by that time, for sure. I hope they're. Yeah, it's always good to close everything out, close the book on on one event, and then just be able to move right on to something else. But how cool is that, man? Um, so, I mean, you guys kind of s- are, are setting some serious records here with some of the events that you're doing. Um, just as a quick reminder, last year what happened? You had an event last year. Knox Villains 2020 was, uh, I think we raised 10,100, I believe it was. It was something along those lines. My wife knows all the, she keeps up with all that crap. I don't, I just remember we got over 10 and that tickled me. Yeah, it was over $10,000. And that was when? That was June of this, of 2020, which we've already set up Knox Villains for this year will be June 12th. It'll be at the same place. Um, we've already got the venue secured. Everything's ready to go for that. So hopefully we'll have another big turnout this year. Everybody okay. seemed to enjoy that. So breaking news, breaking news. We'll, we'll get that on our, on our calendar of events too. Uh, Knox Villains for 2021 is, remind us again the date. June 12th. All right. June 12th. So, you guys are, wow. I mean, I'm not a mathematician and math was my, one of my worst subjects, but you know, adding things up, that's in less than, you know, six, eight months in definitely in less than a year, your chapter and your, the events from your chapter have raised well over $20,000 because people are doing that math right now. And they're like, that doesn't quite add up. But after the event, um, you did a on the in the chat room. You did a little uh, one-off 
kind of a last minute auction thing just to kind of purge everything out and, and round some money up. Uh, tell, tell everybody about that little auction that, that just kind of happened about and, and what happened with that. So I had the bright idea that whenever I bought my chapter ring, I bought um, a silver and an alpaca silver. So we're always getting asked about our chapter ring. So I was like, you know what? We were at, with shirt and patch sales, I think we we're right at 9300 I believe. So I was like, let's see what it'll bring. Well, then, of course, BV being the family that they are, everybody started donating other items to auction all, and we ended up at a little over 11000 by the time it was all said and done. Uh, blew my mind. Uh, I mean, the stuff that happened last night in the chat rooms, the reason I got in this, we're all, we all have the same goal. We all want to do good. I mean, show people that we're all trying to do good. The world's so messed up right now. I mean, just seeing stuff like that just renews your faith in humans. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was, I, I, like I said, I was not, I told you off air, I didn't get a chance to see it as it was happening. I didn't see it till the next morning, but I went back and scrolled through there. And so, you know, it's one of those things, you know, something happened when you normally don't, if you, if there's a chat room that you don't go to, but maybe once a day and you have a, maybe somewhere between 50 and 150 messages to catch up on. But I looked and this one was well over, you know, 900 to a thousand messages I'd missed in, in a 24 hour period. And I was like less than 24 hours. And I was like, okay, something happened. So I started scrolling through there and realized, holy cow, there was this, there was this nice little uh, auction that took place and so cool. So cool. So, I mean, very, very generous of you to think ahead to do that. And that's not many people. I mean, is your rings pretty, it's, I mean, there's not a whole lot of people outside your chapter that have one, do they? We sold a few out of chapter, just, uh, I think there was, I think we offered 10 of them outside of the chapter just to kind of get the price down on everybody whenever we ordered them. Okay. Um, I mean, our chapter is fairly big. I think we've got between uh, supporters and members, I think we're at like 47 right now. Oh, wow. Um, oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's out of control. It's out of control, uh, he says. We need to put some people back on probation. <laughs> but uh, so we offered about 10 of them, I think it was, outside of the chapter. Uh, so they're, I think everybody loves our new logo. It's very cool. And, uh, well, they, they seem to like our new logo anyway. But I mean, we were constantly getting asked about the ring, so I was like, why not? And then uh, Reaper, he offered up some Rocket City stuff, which Rocket City actually won the gnome, and they'll be doing, they'll be uh, hosting an event to, for the traveling gnome or the roaming gnome. Yeah, yeah, they're kind um, of, they're kind of they're kind of suckered into it now. They win that event, they win that prize. Now, too bad if you weren't planning on hosting an event, you got to now. <laughs> and then, uh, actually, Big Ben's Beardsman that were in. That Southern Indiana's event. Okay. They showed up with six guys in a whiskerina. Uh wow. I was I was impressed because I mean they're not BB and they yeah. came out and supported. 
Uh, up pretty big. Uh, they were they're a great bunch of guys. Um, we had Mark Burns that was the 2019 styled mustache full beard world champion. He was one of our judges. That guy's freaking amazing. He's good, dude. Good dude. Uh, our little auction last night. The uh, three for just I was cussing three for and radar and Nikki because they kept adding stuff. And I'm like, I just want to go to bed. <laughs> they're all. I mean, they're just also amazing, man. Yeah, like I, I said, we're, we're, I try to, I try to make our chapter seem like a family, and I want it to be viewed as a family. We take our kids to everything. We everything we do is family friendly. Yes, there's alcohol, drink. Yes, there's fun had, but nobody acts stupid. You know, we. This is a big family, and the things we do for each other is amazing. I mean, take a little silly piece of cloth and all of a sudden somebody's going to give $500 for it and then give it away to a brother. Yeah. That's one of those generosity things that always strikes me is, you know, when somebody, somebody wants, it's, it's almost like, I just want to be the one that helps donate money. I don't need the tangible product itself. And that happens so often in these chats where, and I noticed it did again last night where you know, somebody wins it and then says, you know what, let's so, give it to so-and-so. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, and it's a, it's a one-off item in, in many cases, or at least, you know, a very, very few handful of them that are out there. And, and for some of these cases, in some of these cases, it seems like, you know, people, people will collect, you know, items. And I've had this conversation, you know, with, um, with several of our brothers before who really get into the collecting aspect of it. And it's not so much, collecting patches and, and items for themselves. It's I'm collecting so that I can help donate down the road. It's just, it's a continual pass it on thing. And mm -hmm. it's such a cool thing because it's, you know, we could be spending our money on so many other things, but uh, this brotherhood, this family that we have, like you guys witnessed time and time again now, um, it's, it's so cool that people are just willingly just donate, donate, donate to the organizations and the chapters that need it. Yeah. Very cool stuff. All right, man. So we're over twenty thousand dollars in the last two. I don't know what you're gonna do to top it. Um <laughs> I know you didn't even plan on trying to get, you know, that amount for this time. You just wanted to, you know, to get somewhere close to it, but so cool, man. And um I'm excited. Honestly, with this event, I was just happy we were able to have it, man. It's with the COVID and everything, we need this family time yeah. i mean it's rough on everybody but it's it's nice you get out one night and you're able to forget about it for a little bit and just enjoy yourself and see people you haven't seen in forever uh kraken and frankie came down from nova it's uh kraken's first event outside of chapter stuff yeah. since broke that dude's amazing uh we had scrappy and ian and uh, grape soda Mike came up from North Texas. Um, Johnny Hammersticks came down from uh, uh, New York, New Jersey. Oh, like, it, it's crazy to me that people are traveling to come hang out. And traveling, mind you, when it's not easy to travel right now, it's not. I mean, it's things aren't things aren't super comfy right now to be able to try and do that. So that's that's really cool. That's awesome. Such a great 
Oh man. I, I knew that there would, there would be a great turnout just from monitoring the chat room and everything else and, and seeing and. Mm-hmm. But you guys, you guys have actually kind of pulled off a, a kind of a unique feat here too, because at a time where you know so many other chapters have had to cancel things, you guys have successfully now hosted two events in the pandemic for this pandemic time period. Uh, I'm not sure how you've been able to do it, <laughs> but but you have. Um, so very very cool stuff, man. I'm excited about that. That's proof proofs in the pudding, man. You you, you can do it. Put your mind to it. Yeah. Um, we were a little worried about the different, um, all the, which we followed all the guidelines and everything as far as um, what the state was mandating, which the new, the last mandate they put out was silly. It was basically limiting how many people you could have at your house for a Christmas event. Yeah. Uh, non, well, high school sporting events and, they actually made our event a private event to where it didn't even affect us, which was lucky for us. And um, the main thing is, it, it's funny because venues are more than willing to host you. They want like four or five grand guaranteed that, well, guarantees that you're going to buy four or five grand worth of food and alcohol to even consider it. And uh, we looked into Level Up. We went in and talked with her, and she was like, yeah, we'll do it. And everybody loved the venue. They they kept going on about the venue. So at so, least I know we're on Chattanooga events from now on. Yeah, yeah, you got to remember that. When somebody steps up to help you out like that and um, opens their arms to you, you got to remember those people for sure. That's so cool. Brother, I am um, I'm stoked for what you guys have been able to do. And I know that um, Battle 22 is right. That's the name of it. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very cool stuff. I'm going to try and try and uh, sneak a little interview with uh, with Chad from Battle 22 also. And if I can't, um, I'm definitely going to give a little bit of a promo uh, together here for the live stream to talk a little bit about what Battle 22 is all about and what their mission is for sure. Um, because, you know, helping veterans is right up there with everything else that so many of our chapters do. Uh, so many such a cool organization i read i read a bit about him so and i mean that dude if you read his his story he's had every reason in the world to give up that man just keeps fighting man the he's been through a lot of stuff through his life and he's still right there wanting to help other people yeah. he uh him and he was at the meet and greet in the event just hung out and kind of fit right in with us and probably end up joining north mississippi soon wow that's very cool man i'm still bummed i'm still bummed i couldn't make it i'm still bummed one of these days i I, you know it's been so long since i've really been able to i mean i was able to make the uh the battle of beards in southern indiana this year but um the timing and everything else with the covid and everything else that hit just timing was terrible for me i was on it but um well, I know I'm going to see you again before too long in the coming months because we've got some other events that are going to be hopping off. So I'm sure I'll see you at some of those. But um, keep up the great work, man. Uh, the growth that your chapters had, I know it's a little overwhelming when you think about how quickly it's it's happened. But, um, you know, I think it says, as I've said before, to, to it seems like, you know, two or three times a year I, I, I say this, but uh, 
it speaks volumes to the chapter and the the way that you're leading things that you guys are taking a hold in the area and representing what BV's about and people want to be a part of it. So um, I I think that the growth right there speaks volumes for what you're doing. So keep it up, man. I don't know. It's just hard to believe what what we've been able to do in the past seven months. It just it blows my mind. Yeah, you got to kind of pinch yourself when you realize, I mean, you know, the the lives that you're changing, that you're helping to change, that you're, you know, even in some small ways to the big ways, you're you're doing some amazing things. These organizations that you're donating to are life changing. So. I'm proud of you. Proud to know you, man. Proud to call you brother. Just keep it up, man. And uh, I'll, I'll see you soon. Sounds good, man. All right. Take care, buddy. See ya. All right, guys. David Ramsey, the captain of the bearded villains down there. Smoky Mountain bearded villains taking their reins and leading by example. Man, so, so cool. In three years, they have grown so much and have really touched, made made a huge imprint on their community. And um, wow, <laughs> you just you just got to raise your hands to them. And uh, very very cool stuff, absolutely. So as I as I mentioned in the interview there, uh, that I wanted to try and have a have a chat with Chad, the founder of Battle Twenty Two, and I was able to do that. That that interview is coming up here in just a second. I want to preface it with a couple things for you guys. Um, one is the video feed on this interview is a little janky. It it's a little Max Headroom if you remember Max Headroom from the eighties, um, <laughs> which is funny because a lot of times when there's specific internet issues, you'll see somebody doing the zigzag stop and go video and their their video will lag but their audio will as well. In this case, uh, the the audio kept going through just fine. So it was perfect because we're a podcast first and foremost here. The Heart of a Villain is a podcast, so the the audio comes through just great. But those of you watching live are going to see a little bit of uh, some some sort of weird video sometimes in stop and go video footage on this interview. But what I want you to focus on is where he came from, what this thing's about, what Battle 22's about, what Battle 22's mission is, and how, how how interesting it is that he's taken his likes and he's been able to find this uh, this way to translate um, what the soldiers feel. The camaraderie, yes, but not only that, but that sense of need, the sense of self. And he's been able to incorporate that, drive it home in this new organization that he created in Battle 22. Now, I will say this. Um, he, if you, I'm not going to, I'm not going to read you this, this whole thing, but I want to encourage you guys, if you are listening now, or if you're watching live, jot this down. Battle 22, the number 22. Dot com, B A T T L E, twenty two the number twenty two dot com. When you go out to that website, there's a segment there that's that's one of the tabs is set, it says my story. 
and I want you to read Chad's story because if that doesn't hit home with you and make you realize how you can push through even in your darkest times, it should inspire you. His story should inspire you. Um, and then take into account what he's doing after his story. Um, his story has a lot of stuff in it. And many, many times he could have given up. And um, as you read through, he served 19 years in the Army. He was medically retired. Two combat deployments in Iraq, one to Afghanistan as a counter improvised explosive device non-commissioned officer. Uh, one of the most dangerous jobs you could have, I believe, out there. I don't know that for a fact, but I can only imagine. Then he went through some family stuff. After he went through some personal stuff, you got to read this guy's story. It will really hit home with you. And he leaves his story with saying, life has been tough for me, no doubt, but I won't give up. My family needs me. My kids need me. My battle buddies need me. Most of all, I need them. I need you. Wow. Guys, Chad's an amazing guy. I uh, can't wait to one day meet him, and I will. I want to, absolutely. Such a cool story. Um, cool, not in the cool, cool way, but in a redemption way, uh, a way of um, transferring your purpose from one thing in life that you didn't think would be to one thing else, um, finding a way, finding a way. The other thing I want to say about this, this interview, guys, as you listen through it, I, it gave me chills. I know that I'm not the first person to say the words, it's okay not to be okay. I'd heard it one or two times before, um, and you know, before I started saying it on the podcast. And as all things are, it just becomes kind of a passing fancy, and you hear about it or whatever, until it touches you, and as it has all of us. And so you will hear Chad in this interview. Toward the end, he talks about that phrase. And I never said it to him. I never mentioned it to him. I never, he never knew that that was something that was said and ended every podcast with us here. This is a good one. Um, his story, um, we, didn't get, we didn't talk too long, um, but it's a, it was a well, worth, well worth my time, his time, to get the word out on what Battle 22 is. Like I said, get out there and... and when you get a chance, check out battle22.com. Here's my interview with Chad, the founder of Battle 22. I have a very special guest with me tonight. I'm speaking with Chad, Chad Hubble. He is the founder of Battle 22, an amazing organization. I read a little bit about this organization, uh, but this veteran organization is such, such a cool thing. I want you guys to hear a little bit about what this organization does. Now, the Smoky Mountain Bearded Villain Chapter they just recently had a three-year anniversary event, and the fun, the proceeds from that are going to Battle 22. So I'm going to bring in Chad here, and he's going to tell us a little bit about what Battle 22 is all about. Chad, welcome to the show, man. 
Good evening, man. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Again, thanks so much for uh, finding some time for me. Can you tell uh, the the listeners here what what is Battle Twenty Two and what what made you want to found it? Battle Twenty Two is an organization to help end, curve, stop the t- suicide rate in our veteran community. Um, I did three con- combat deployments and. I've come back and a lot of guys have never came back physically or they came back physically, but they never come back mentally, my bad. And on my last trip, when I came home from Afghanistan in 2011, uh, I lost one of my personal friends, a brother to, uh, his demons. He didn't actually kill himself, but it was suicide by a cop. He just, he could just never get back home. And there's so many men and women that are the same. They get, they get lost in their head. They just can't, they can't find their way home. And at that point I decided I wanted to do something to help. And all the things I do, cause I myself was medically retired from my combat injuries and PTSD and TBI. And the outdoors is what I love doing for therapy. And so now that's what I do is I use the outdoors and camaraderie to get guys together and build a safety net, guys and girls. I was in Cobb, West, so I always say guys. Um, I'm not sexist. It just happens. Right. Um, I just uh, wanted to get them together because we we had this camaraderie overseas where we die for each other. We had this brothership, brotherhood, this sisterhood that – uh no matter what I got your six, but some there's a disconnect when we come home and we just, we lose each other, either you PCS or you, you get out or your guard or reserve. You don't have that. Uh, you don't have that mental health capacity like you do on base. And so I started battle 22 because using outdoor therapy, hunting, fishing, hiking, all these outdoor stuff. Cause a lot of it's team building too. And you don't even know it. And it's a lot of it's therapeutic and you don't even know it when you're around like-minded individuals you start letting your guard down and you just start talking to each other and battle stands for a lot of things. Um, actually it took me quite a while to think of it cause I wanted something unique and different battle. When you go to basic training or AIT, you always have a battle buddy. So you're like, Hey battle, you going with me? Drill sergeant or your NCO in charge says you have to have your battle with you. So that's one, one aspect of it. You always have your battle. Battle also means to combat to end, you know, this, the suicide rate to battle it. It also stands for band arms together through life's experiences because like-minded individuals, we, we walk the walk. We know each other how we're feeling and we trust each other. So that was the whole gist of it, you know, to, to build a community kind of like a instead of a family readiness group, uh, like a, a veteran readiness group outside the military. And I just every day, like I said, this is it's my purpose to get up every day and help others and that's what keeps me going as well because like i struggle every day yeah so battle 22 where where does the 22 come in then just remind us about that as well well it's around 22 they say between 20 to 22 um is the actual number of suicides a day in the veteran community but they said since COVID, it's even up 20 percent so yeah. And there's another part of that too. Another 30 plus, I say around 30, uh, die from opioid overdoses every day. 
So. Wow. That's amazing. You know, I, I've said for years that, I mean, I, it's easy for somebody that's never, never served, uh, especially in a wartime situation like you've been in and, um, it's not served in that capacity to, to speak on things and say, well, must've been rough or I, I can't imagine or talk to the ideas of, you know, yeah, there is a absolute disservice done to our troops when they come back and things aren't done. But, um, it's, it's so important for the, those that do come back and have that leadership that say, Hey, I want to do something for us and stand up. And rather than, you know, stand back and, and just kind of watch from the cheap seats, you're doing something you're, you're pushing to help, you know, make, actually make a difference. Cause you've been there, done that. And those are the people that can speak to it. So, um, that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. So what are you able to do then with the, you say the outdoor activities, what, what types of things do you do through battle 22? Uh, is it just, you know, you, you organize outdoor activities, and events or you just is some of it just kind of just very impromptu we go out and do stuff it's very impromptu i mean it's it's anything from that getting guys together around a table eating dinner somewhere talking movies um i do a lot of off-roading i got a side by side take guys riding all the time get them out with other people and connect in the community um we take people trout fishing guys i served with run another nonprofit up in uh, northern arkansas called warriors on the fly we uh, we link together and partner with those. I take them. I take people hog hunting, uh, deer hunting, just anything and everything to build purpose back in the soldier's life. And to hit back on you're talking about the leadership aspect of it. I'm real big on TikTok. I don't know why I love TikTok. It's fun, <laughs> but there's a lot of there's a lot of big big army guys on there, like command sergeant majors, first sergeants, and colonels that are also preaching the same message. The whole message: is okay, not to be okay. It's okay to seek mental health. Because a lot of time the stigma in the military community is if I seek health, I'm going to get it's going to ruin my career. You know, you won't you won't get that NCOS school. You won't get your jump schools and all this because they're going to get somebody else that's better fit for the job, you know. So we're trying to open up the avenues to get people talking and let everybody know it's okay not to be okay. Some of these guys and girls and it doesn't have to be combat related either. That's where I'm different. A lot of these big organizations, I don't care if you went to combat or not. Um, People have trauma all different ways in the military because the military mindset you train so much all the time to the real the reality of things it's hard to explain they say you train every day in the military like it's real so when you get in that environment it just clicks so some of these people you're in a high tempo mos or high tempo deployment even if it's not overseas there might be somewhere else you know where you're doing other stuff you're always doing stuff that the normal person wouldn't do and your body's subjected to things that most people aren't subjected to and there's other traumas too like people being raped or abused or just psychologically or physical there's there's all kind of stressors that cause problems and i'm open to all these people like i said i don't care if you're active reserve guard it doesn't matter we're all the same we all wore the same uniform yeah Damn, man. That's incredible. That's incredible. I'm, you know, I'm so glad the listeners of this podcast are really going to love the fact that you said the, the, that very phrase, it's okay not to be okay, because that's something that I end every single podcast saying uh, to remind everybody that, that it's okay not to be okay. And um, that's amazing. That's, 
that's uh, so cool that, and, and it does, it takes, as one of our other listeners likes to say, you know, you need to start that awkward conversation and um, it's, it needs to, the, the stigma needs to be lifted from that. It doesn't mean that that person's no longer qualified, that that person can't do that job. Um, so that's, that's incredible that, you, that you're doing that. Like I said, there's, there's all kinds of things. My biggest thing when I got out, I was medically retired after a total of almost 19 years, 18 years, eight months. The hardest thing was to do is to hang up that uniform. I mean, you feel like you're, you're losing your brothers and sisters or that camaraderie or that military men and women have the most hardest time trusting civilians because they don't click like we do. And I'm not taking away from nobody, but saying, if you called me at three o'clock in the morning, I'm going to answer the phone because I don't know if I'm ever going to get another call from you or not. And we have a hard time with our civilian friends. I call most of them acquaintances because they uh, they don't understand that urgency of need like we have. And we, we've got to find a way to bridge that gap, too, because there's a disconnect there as well. we got to get a better understanding of each other on both sides of the fence. Wow. I've never heard it put that way. That's that's great. Um, that was very well said. I, I I think that is something that, and that's something that can be put, that's something that can be explained very easily to, to everybody else saying, listen, you know, reach out to your military, those, those, those that have served in the military. And if they're calling you at 2 a.m., they're calling you at 2 a.m. for a reason. They're, if they reach out to you, and it, it does, it takes, a, it takes a certain strength just to make that call. It doesn't matter what time of day. So it needs to be taken seriously right then and there, not, Hey, can I give you a call back tomorrow? Because that may not be an option. That's that's what we're running into with like the medical side of it. Like the VA is so backed up. I mean, sometimes your appointment is two, three, four months, even for mental health. I mean, so that's right now the veteran community. We've got this whole thing going on all social media, veterans helping veterans. Because like I said, it's just we have common ground and, and we trust each other. A lot of guys and girls are afraid to go to mental health on the civilian side because they don't be judged and persecuted by somebody that's never done what they've done. It, it's hard. That's like, I mean, it's like going to church and getting cussed at, you know, you know, you're not doing right, but you're supposed to be there to, to be consoled, not, not to be scolded. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's just, there's a lot that, that's in it, you know, but the whole thing we're trying to do is build a team in the veteran community where you have that safety net to where I quote another guy on social media that I like, he says, you never go upstairs alone. You, you've built relationships within the community to where you're in that dark spot. You've got somebody to call. So you're not in your head alone. You say, hey, man, I was with you at this event. I really clicked with you. You got some time to talk. You know, I, I felt like we, we got along good. And it usually works out like that because it's just being in your head alone as a veteran is a very dark spot. Yeah. That's what I've heard from very many people um, that, have been, that have been through that. Well, Chad, the the monies that you're going to be getting uh, from this event, man, um, what what are they going to be able to do? Just just to kind of clarify for some of our listeners, the the impact that the monies that were uh, collected from everybody that was at this event this weekend, uh, what are the monies going to be able to help you do uh, with Battle Twenty Two? It'll it'll better help us get more guys and girls into the woods. Like I said. We're supposed to have a big event coming up next month with uh, Tyler Farr's helping us with. It's uh, a Medina Expo. It's a big thing, the February 4th through the 7th. And we're hoping to get more people on board then as well. Um, 
but he'll get more guys and girls out fishing. We'll, we'll be able to do some more trips, camping, hunting, hiking. It's just putting more people together, and that, that's that's what we want to do. Man, Chad, it's an incredible mission that you have, um, and that's that's what it is now. It's it's a different mission and a different scope at a different time and a different place in the world, but it's still a mission for you. Um, and well, that's where a lot of guys and girls fall apart too. When they get home, they have no purpose, no drive, nothing. Like say, most of us, I got retired at the age of thirty-seven. You know, fully retired, so I could sit at home and and do absolutely nothing and go stir crazy and just wonder the if ands are wise and all this but i chose to try and do something that fits back into the category of the the, the military and gives myself purpose every morning it gives myself a reason to get up it gives myself a reason to live and and in turn it just compounds and it, it just keeps going it snowballs these other people see it and plus, if you read my story on my website with all I've been through, some people think I'm just crazy as it is for just still being here and, and putting left foot in front of the right, you know? Yeah. Well, like I said, Chad, man, I, I complete. I, I, first of all, I mean, I thank you so much for your service. I know you probably don't. People say people say that to you a lot and you just kind of brush it off. If you're like every other person that's served like I know, you just, okay, thank you. I appreciate it. But uh, truly, truly, truly from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for your service. Um, it's, it's not for everybody. And, um, those that, those that make that, make that choice and, uh, accept that challenge or something special. So thank you so much for your service. Um, thanks for what you're doing for our veterans that have come home and, um, in honor of those that didn't as well. So thanks so much for all that, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, Chad, I'm going to be sending, putting out links for the podcast. Anybody that wants to help out, um, if they're in your area, obviously, but heck, this is for veterans. We don't need to necessarily be in our, in your area. Um, if you want to help donate, we're going to be able to, uh, I'm going to share links so people can reach out to you, um, to your, to your organization, to battle 22, if they want to help out for sure. Yeah, I got that. The only link I got that, uh, it's on my website, battle22.com. It's got my, uh, PayPal giving fund link where you can get tax free donations that way. Awesome. Awesome. That's definitely or, something uh, I need to do. Or buy my merchandise. I got, I got a bunch of merchandise online too. Awesome. I love it, man. I'm going to be reaching out, man, for sure. Thanks so much, Chad. I appreciate you taking some time with me, man, to, to want- kind of tell everybody about battle 22. What'd you say? I want to, I want to say one thing. Um, I really respect the bearded villain community as well. Um, going up there to the Smoky Mountain bearded villains, they reached out to me because I befriended Ronnie McNutt. Ronnie McNutt's the one that took his life on, uh, or took took his own life on social media. It was viral around the world. Me and his brother was the ones that went up there to Chattanooga, and they made us feel like home. It, it almost felt just like the military and Ronnie's Ronnie was military and his brother Joey's also military and they made us feel welcome. It, it seemed just like the military atmosphere. Like everybody was there. The camaraderie was there. It was, it was a great place. And I, I'm going to encourage more people to join because it, it, it seems like a good place to be. Yeah. Bearded villains is an amazing man. It's amazing. I appreciate it, man. Thanks so much, Chad, for all your time and uh, keep doing what you're doing, man. You're doing amazing things. <clears throat> Yes, sir. Thank you.
Thank you. Have a good night. You too. Wow. Guys, Chad, Chad Hubble, thank you so much for taking some time with me to educate everybody about what Bearded Villains was able to do to help you out with Battle 22. Again, I'm going to say that, guys. Um, read his story, battle22.com. Read his story. I love the way he ended his. he ends his story. But I won't give up. My family needs me. My kids need me. My battle buddies need me. But most of all, I need them. I need you. So well put. So well put. So um, I'm excited to see what this organization is going to do moving forward. We definitely need to keep our eyes on that. Battle22.com. If you have any uh, means necessary, if you can spare a couple dollars, um, then absolutely try and reach out um, and see if you can help out. Uh, see if there's other ways that you might be able to volunteer. I, I don't know. I didn't ask him specifically about that. The other thing I do want to touch on real quick is mention that um, <clears throat> the patches uh, that that he said were, were almost sold out, that David said almost were almost sold out, They, as of this my interview with him, um, and actually as of earlier today, there was still one or two still available. I know one of our brothers here on the live stream said that he picked one up, but um, so maybe there's three, maybe there's only two, I don't know. But if you didn't get a patch, run out there real quick, uh, Smoky Mountain Bearded Villains, and uh, hit them up, see if you can see if there's still a patch on their site available. And um, who knows? Maybe you can, maybe you can grab one of those. Who knows? Maybe maybe you'll you'll fall under the radar there and be able to get one before they're gone. But as I said, uh, as David said during the interview, it's, there's only four left. So <laughs> as of yesterday, um, so and I'm sorry, as of today, so there were still four left. But very cool stuff, guys. Um, just very humbling, very humbling. And I love, I love the the words that he talked about when he talked about the transition and um, how you know this organization is able to, you know, make some sort of a correlation to their past experiences. And you know, I'm always talking about how I'm I'm really concerned about within the Beardy Villain community. It's okay not for us. It's okay not to be okay, and to make sure that we push that, push that agenda out there to make sure people realize that. But one of the things that you know he had he had spoken about there was that you know they they too carry that same thing as well. But what I didn't realize is that it's actually a big deal that sometimes those that have come home, those that have served. And those that have struggled with some issues, um, you know, if they reach out, they're hesitant sometimes to reach out to their non-military friends or associates because they may be looked at differently or it may not be realized as a real thing. And um, I, I think it's really important for us to think about that Anytime somebody reaches out to you and sounds like they need to talk, we need to make sure that we are extremely, extremely available to them. Two o'clock in the morning, I'm not going to be the one that says, hey, buddy, bad time. Um, 
I need to catch some sleep. Can can you call me back tomorrow? Because there may not be a tomorrow. And you know what the struggle is for somebody to have the strength just to make that call. And if you're the one person that they reached out to, be so grateful that you are. Be so grateful that you are. Well, the new segment, guys, that we have set up, um, I'm waiting to see if uh, a certain person is going to call in to give us a, a little bit of a, a phone call. They wanted to reach out, give some props, some thanks and whatnot. Uh, this is the new segment of the podcast where we're going to reach out, open things up, and let you guys, the caller, call in. And um, when you get a chance, uh, by all means, if you're online, you want to call in, and um, we're gonna we're gonna take it from there. I believe we have somebody here now. Kelly, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> okay, there we go. Apparently, yeah, I, I had stuff on the background. I didn't realize I had it in the background, so that was my fault. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I'm speaking with Kelly, uh, otherwise known as Pasty White Girl, on the IG. If you know her. Uh, <laughs> Kelly, I know you wanted to call in tonight and, uh, and talk about something and, uh, I'm just going to let you have the floor and say what you needed to say. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, that's good. Um, well, I want to say you're awesome. Thank you for doing what you do. Oh. Um, I think you're pretty amazing. So, um, but yeah, um, there's like five people I got to shout out to, uh, one being my husband, um, Brent. Um, he, you know, during everything I've been through, I mean, today I had a really bad day, had a real bad migraine and he's checked on me so many times today. Um, and I don't know, it's just like, it kind of got me today, but, um, you know, he, he's, he's, a, he's an amazing person. Um, and he's worked so hard and you know how he is in the beginning. He was quiet, shy, um, and I mean, he's still that way, but not as much. And I'm proud of the progress he's made. Um, and he surprised me every day with that. Um, and then, you know, him supporting me in the villainette journey, um, that means so much to me. Um, because in the beginning, I thought this whole cr- the beard of villain thing was kind of crazy. I'm like, all these bearded guys, what is going on? <laughs> I'm like, so I was joking around with him a lot about it, gave him kind of, you know, grief about it. But then, you know, more and more I got into it, seeing what he was doing and what you all were doing, um, it made me interested. And I got more attached to it. Um, hence why I'm in the villainette. That's awesome. Um, That's awesome. Do me a favor. Um, hold hold your phone j- away from you just a little bit because it's muffling you occasionally. Okay. <laughs> or if you can put it on speaker, that'd be fine too. Here uh, we go. Yes. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. But um, but yeah, with my but with him, I mean, he's been so supportive. Um, and you know, with him being, you know, he got moved up to sergeant. Um, and that was. That was a big, that was a big to do. Um, and he, uh, that's boosted his confidence. And I'm, it's just, it's, it's amazing. This, this whole brotherhood and sisterhood has given him so much confidence. And I, I want to say thank you to everybody. Um, especially you, like Hector, Jay, I mean, everybody in Gator, you know, all of his brothers and stuff like that. But those are the ones who all have been close to him, you know, and Popeye and all them. But, um, I mean, I really appreciate it. Which brings me to my, you know, other shout outs, Hector and Fran. Um, there's so many things I can say about those two people. Um, you know, Hector does so many things with for the autism community. Um, and that hits home with me because our son is autistic. Um, and, you know, I mean, he struggles 
And, you know, it was, it was amazing because last Smoky Mountain event, we got to meet them for the very first time. Um, and with Diego, you know, their son, um, that was, that was a, a great thing because Diego and Dominic, they clicked so instantly. Um, and Dominic and, you know, Diego, even Fran and Hector had even said before that that's not ever Diego. You know, he don't latch onto people that quick. And but him and Dominic talked to each other like it was it was great. Um, they understood each other. Um, they didn't have to say anything, really. They just understood. And Hector made Dominic feel so special. And, you know, and he was so proud of him, for, you know, talking about stuff or how he was doing and checking in on him. And, you know, Fran was the same, you know, I mean, it was those two people. They have really been like my major support system. Um, and without them too, I don't know. I mean, it, I'm not going to cry. I promise that. <laughs> um, but it was, it, they're, they're just pretty, they're really amazing. Um, I mean, when, when I went through all my health problems, Fran was always there. Hector was always there checking in on Brent, um, as well as everybody else. But, um, they have, they, they're really, they really good people. Um, Fran is <laughs> the unicorn and the whole unicorn squad thing. And, we're all, you know, we have a group on Facebook online now, we, you know, the unicorn group, and it is, it's amazing now, um, you know, their drive, their, you know, their determination to do good, to help people, um, it is amazing, um, and it, you know, inspires everybody, and I just love them too so much, but um, my other two is Jay and, you know, Sarissa, um, even though we've never met, um, you know, those two have really hit me like like in the feels like really good um jay with his story he you know he comes out and he comes out and talks about it and that's what you know we've been talking about start that awkward conversation um and i'm proud of who how he's grown um and just you know just a short time i've, I've known him talked to him um it, it, it's really good you know everybody has their their demons or battles whatever whatnot but I mean, to come out and talk about it is, you know, is amazing. And for him to do what he's doing on a regular basis is incredible. Um, and Sharissa, she's always checking in on me. She's always messaging me. And she gives my word, literally, is a word that <laughs> I'm sure she's probably laughing now. I'm probably, you know, I can't see the comments. But um, <laughs> my word, literally, is my slogan. Um, I always say, literally. I don't know why, but I do. It's just something I, instead of saying literally or legit, I just say literally um, all the time. And it's so funny because we can be in a chat talking about something random or, and I'll just throw that in there and everybody's just like, oh my God, you know. But, you know, this, you know, she's always been there checking on me and my family. Um, you know, so, you know, it's just, I just can't say enough about them. You know, all those people on top of you and everybody else who's in my life. Um, you know, it's amazing, you know, um, we do so much good every day, um, in the brotherhood and sisterhood, you know, not, you know, with the, the bearded villains, the villainettes and the queens, it's amazing, you know, and to hear about, you know, the, all the money that was raised for battle 22, um, that, that really did hit home because my dad is a Vietnam veteran. Mm. Um, and you know, he still to this day, is not okay. Um, he struggles. But, you know, that's something that, you know, we deal with. But um, I, th I think it's amazing. I mean, we all can, no matter what we're all going through, 
we can always, you know, if somebody needs something right away or needs some help, we automatically jump right in and say, hey, who's close? Who can do what? Here's what we can do. Um, and that's what it's about. I mean, and that's what drew me to, you know, the Villainettes and, you know, Barry Villains and everybody else, you know. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. Um, I, I think, you know, this year we're going to be doing great things. I mean, I know we do it from the Villainette standpoint. We have a lot going to be going on. Um, and it's going to be great. Um, as well as, you know, the, you know, BBSI, we got the, the, they got the polar plunge coming up and I'm excited about that one. Um, so, I mean, it's, I mean, it's just, it's amazing. I mean, I really, this whole thing, I could go on and on about it. I don't want to, cause I'll take up so much time, but, um, I just want to, you know, I want to say that, I mean, you all are just amazing. Um, I don't know what I would do without all of y'all, honestly. Kelly, I appreciate it. Um, very kind words, and I know everybody else that you've talked about um, shares the same sentiment. Uh, you're making puzzle, yeah. you're making puzzle, and you're making Jay cry on uh, online. No, so no. that's great. Uh, but no, thank you um, for for calling in. I appreciate it so much. And um, man, looking forward to seeing you down in uh, Southern Indiana for the pull plunge, and just just stay yep. stay doing what you're doing, and and you just gotta keep stay looking on the bright side. So thanks so much for calling oh, in, Kelly. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. All right. Take care later. Bye. Bye. Guys, um, very cool stuff. Thanks, Kelly, for calling in. Um, yeah, that's what it's about is just being there and supporting each other all the time. All the time. Um had a comment here I wanted to readdress that came in. Uh Rob Rob gave us a nice little comment here. I just wanted to highlight. He says, I've worked with people who came home but never really came home. Cannot begin to imagine what it must be like to live in their shoes. So glad there are people out there who can help and understand. Very well said, Rob. Um, it, I, I think we'll never, those of us who didn't serve that weren't there, will never understand. We can try. Uh, we can do our best to try, but we will never understand. And um, But the best we can do is... You know, like Chad said, we can be there when it matters. Uh, we can be there when they reach out, and we need to make sure that we're there when they reach out to let them know that for sure. If you are looking for an all-natural beard oil that will not only tame your beard and coarse hairs, but make your beard soft and smell amazing, check out Pulpo Beard Oils. Veteran-owned and made for today's beards, Pulpo Beard Products combine the best beard ingredients on the market with incredible customer service to ensure your happiness. Whether you need beard wash, beard oil, beard balm, or some fun clothing, Pulpo is the place to go. Feel fresh, feel savage, feel confident with Pulpo Beard Oils. Go to Pulpo Beard Oils, that's P-U-L-P-O, beardoils.com, and use the code the heart of a villain for a discount on your order. Okay, guys, this is the fun time where we're going to roll into our calendar of events. And we actually have a few. We have a few calendar of event items to discuss today. The year is starting to open up. At least we're hoping for it to. So we're going to try and get some of these things on the calendar. Now, some of these events that I'm going to be talking about, we don't have specific dates yet. So it's kind of like a hold it and uh, hold the date area so you can just be aware 
to look out for a more confirmed date down the road. So let's get into that. Uh, February 27th, as Kelly mentioned, we've mentioned here before, uh, if you're down in southern Indiana and we're nearby, Bearded Villains of Southern Indiana have their polar plunge. Hit up the Bearded Villains and uh, down there in southern Indiana, see if you can help out. Or if you want to partake and uh, go down there and plunge, jump in that water with them, it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, looked like a lot of fun last year. The polar plunges are always good. Uh, February 27th for the BVSI polar plunge. We're going to jump all the way ahead into May. May 21st and 22nd. It was just announced that the um, DSV5, DSV5 is going to be held now in Ocean Springs, hosted by the South Mississippi chapter. DSV5, May 21st and 22nd. Get that thing on your calendars, guys. Um, It's always a good time down there. South Mississippi in Ocean Springs, DSV5, May 21st and 22nd. Rolling into June, June 11th and 12th. 11th and 12th of June is the West Coast Meet. Now, we say West Coast, not really West Coast, but it's being held in Denver, Denver, Colorado. So when you think West Coast, don't think all the way over there. But it's uh, apparently being held in Denver. Don't have a specific uh, time frame or a location for that. But it's in Denver, West Coast Meet, June 11th and 12th. Also, June 12th, is hosted by Smoky Mountain again, Knox Villains, the annual Knox Villains. You heard about it before, you know what amazing time it is. Knox Villains is going to be hosted by Smoky Mountain again in Knoxville the weekend of June 12th. Then I found out that September 2nd through the 6th, September 2nd through the 6th is the Villain Cruise 5. It's a cruise, that's right. Villain Cruise 5, hosted by the Bearded Villains Finland and Sweden chapters. It's over in Barcelona, Spain, so not so uh, close to us here in the States. But hey, if you want to go, go. Sounds like a great time. A villain cruise? Get out of here. That'd be awesome. A cruise with villains? Sign me up. September 2nd through the 6th, Villain Cruise 5. And then the last one I have on here is September 20th, to the 20, or I'm sorry, September of 2021. Down in September 2021 is the Four Corners Meet that's hosted again by the Phoenix, New Mexico, Colorado, and Utah chapters in Cortez, Colorado, in the Cortez, Colorado area. That's a camp out just for brothers, four brothers by brothers to be brothers. September of 2021. That's the Four Corners Meet. Guys, that's what I've got on the tap right now. If you have something that was not listed, and you already know about it, and you got a date, or even if you don't have a full date, even if you have just kind of an approximation, a month, uh, you know it's going to be in the fall or something like that, let us know. Uh, we, we, are, we are just itching. We're itching for BV events. And so we want to make sure that we give everybody ample opportunity to reach out to their schedules if they're working and make sure we can make some sort of reparations to get there. <clears throat> So we need to prepare. It's going to be a rough year schedule-wise because since everything else went off the board pretty much last year, we're going to be just scouring the country, scouring the world to go to BV events all over the place. So um, just keep your eyes out. And like I said, if you've got anything else on the calendar, let me know. Uh, The World Meet tentatively is still in August um, in Chicago, Illinois, in the U.S., but... um, we don't have any any further dates or information on that yet. 
everything's still so tentative in that Chicago area right now. So that that is still scheduled tentatively in the first part of August, I believe, uh, in Chicago. But we'll take it take that for what it's worth. So, guys, you know what? Um, I hate to say it, but really don't. Uh, we've had a great episode. Um, <clears throat> this is going to wrap it up, though. Um, such a very good episode. We had a lot of good conversation there. Um, that's it, man. That's episode 66. 66 of the heart of a villain. Uh, remember, you can still buy shirts, patches, pins at that website, theheartofavillain.simplecast.com. Theheartofavillain.simplecast.com is where you can get all the good stuff. Shirts, patches, pins, poker chips, um, all that fun stuff. And uh, you can also listen to any one of the other 65 podcast episodes there at theheartofavillain.simplecast.com. Remember, I want to challenge all of you guys, as I always say, to be the villain that the world needs you to be because the heart of a villain never stops beating. Finally, guys, as I always say, remember, we say it all the time, it's okay not to be okay. If you are hurting, please find a brother to talk to. Remember, it's okay not to be okay. So with that, guys, I'll say have a great weekend. Enjoy that week ahead. Take care. Stay safe.